What is going on, everybody? This is the First of Frame Rates Podcast. I am your host, VF Baller, and I want to give everyone a wonderful and happy Thanksgiving to everybody who's out there celebrating thanks this Thanksgiving holiday. And uh, today I'll be going solo. This is episode number 44, and I don't have my co-host. They're not with me today. Uh, some technical situations going on. I'm not necessarily using the same tools I used to, to make this podcast. Therefore, their audio could not be picked up based on what I'm using. So I just basically uh, said I was going to go solo today. Uh, But that doesn't mean the topics and the content is lacking. Um, We have a lot of content to talk about, a lot of topics that I want to cover. I think it's going to cover a good hour or so. So I do hope you guys sit around, sit back, listen, and uh, enjoy. If you want to uh, get uh, more acclimated with the podcast, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, which is uh, just uh, search first and frame rates. Also on iTunes, where you can find it there, just search first and frame rates in the podcast, um, uh, the podcast part of iTunes. And uh, a few days after this uploads to those two sites, you can also uh, find it on YouTube as well. It'll be under my YouTube channel, which is called Silent Gamer. Uh, I am in the process of putting this on other platforms such as Spotify, Podbeam, and uh, all other other places as well. If you have Podcast Addict, you can also download um, the podcasts through there, just like you can do on iTunes. Podcast Addict is like a hub where you can have various uh, podcasts in one location. And just search first in frame rates. So you should be able to pick it up from there. If not, um, the RSS feed through SoundCloud. Um, or you can just pick it up on my Twitter, which is um, BF Baller. You can find my, me on Twitter and all the information is there. So you can pick up the uh, podcast as well. Um, like I said, a lot of topics going in today. Uh, we're going to talk about this Kansas City Chiefs Los Angeles Rams game. Uh a lot of mixed emotions with that game. Uh, a lot of people who enjoyed watching the game. Some people didn't like the uh, the flow of the game too much. Um, my personal thoughts about it, where we go, where I think that this could possibly be heading with other uh, teams and the NFL in general. Uh, also, another baseball game will be coming in 2019. It's a um, fairly familiar game if you're within the aspects of sports gaming. Uh, if you know a little bit about it, um, I'm not sure if it'll make it here to the States, but we'll uh, really dwell into that because uh, I think it's a very good game. Um, Pro Yaku Spirits baseball game made by Konami is making a return. Um, the last game came out on the PS3 um, back in 2015 or 2014, uh, I would say. And um, it's supposed to be making a return. So we're going to talk about that as well. Also, um, I want to talk about uh, college basketball games. We really need those back um, in the fold. Uh, I I have the same sentiments I uh, had with the football game on the on the last podcast last week. But um, if you have a chance to pick up one of these uh, college games for your PS3, or Xbox 360, uh, I highly recommend it. We'll dwell into that in a little bit. 
And the final thing I want to talk about is uh, what are we all thankful for? What am I thankful for? And some tips to give anybody that just kind of feel a little out of the loop of what really matters or you know you just feel that they're a little down and out just something that to, to pull someone up if they're just not uh into the spirit of this time of the year because this is a wonderful time of the year and uh it's it's, it's just a uh a little thing just i want to share with you guys it's a little bit outside of uh sports and gaming so uh we'll just go from there uh definitely let's talk about this kansas city chiefs uh los angeles rams game uh Honestly, I was amazed that this game actually lived up to the hype. You know, um, I, I, I had, I never you really thought that this game would be a 50-point game on either side, honestly. Even with the high-powered offenses, I thought that somebody defense was going to sh shut the other team down once they reached about 30. Um, I, I Honestly, I was... Uh, I, I wasn't entertained. You know, I mean, I've been watching football for, oh, oh man, almost 30 years. And um, I, I never seen anything like it. Now, I mean, like I said, I was entertained. But do I like it? Do I think it should be the norm? Uh, Probably not. But we'll get into that should it be the norm. Because there's a lot of people who did not like what was going on. Pretty much was... um feeling that it was a they kind of felt a little uneasy about it and uh and then mostly they're defensive minded coaches and i understand that and uh i know a lot of casual people were loving it and uh and they they was loving the fact there was just so much excitement out there and on top of that there were defensive plays that was actually pretty amazing so um I don't, I'm not going to say it was a, a mix of everything, but uh, it was it was really lean towards the offensive side, clearly. I mean, 51 to 54 type game. I mean, it was crazy. Now, for me, my personal um, take from it is, uh, um, like I said, it was entertaining. Do I like it to be the norm? No, because I feel that football is an offensive, a defensive, and a special teams game. Um and I'm not trying to put an emphasis on defense, but something has to give. You know, I mean, like I said, there's no doubt that there were so many. Uh, it was a good bit of defensive plays, a couple of defensive touchdowns, sack fumbles, fumble returns, and uh, beautiful interceptions, tip drills that turned into interceptions. There, I mean, there was a little bit of everything in the game per se. But uh, like I said, it was a little bit tilted towards the offense where um, – it just seemed like it was arena football. Um, and to me, I think it was entertaining to watch, but uh, I, I wouldn't like it to be the norm where, you know, defenses are basically handicapped unless if it was a blatant type of situation where a flag couldn't be thrown. Like some of these sack fumbles, like earlier this year, some of these could have been called on a, you know, based on the Aaron Rodgers rule, where if you land on a quarterback or whatever, it could have been a penalty. But, you know, they leaned off of that. But, uh, you know, it, it would be nice to see some defensive plays where a, a defensive back actually just plays their position and do a great job. Uh, I really think that the defensive back uh, position and the technique of defending a pass is an art. And, Unfortunately, that art could be going away because of you want more 
well, I ain't gonna say you, but people in general, or just the masses, or just the casuals, or hell, even some of these uh, television networks just want a more of an upbeat, fast pace, and 70 yard bomb on every drive where, you know, people just scoring up and down the field. And it's, uh, I mean, it's okay. Because, I mean, you know, the game evolves. A lot of stuff changed. A lot of things happen. You know, uh, it, it just will be to a point where it, it, it'll be the norm. I mean, you look at basketball, for instance, you know, 10, I'll say, hell, almost seven years ago, uh, the three-point shot wasn't, you know, the thing to do. You know, I mean, it was there, but it wasn't as blatant as it is now. And the NBA is still prospering, so it'll be interesting to see how the NFL actually uh, takes an approach of wanting more of this type of stuff. You know, you can't hit the quarterback, can't hit the defensive receiver. You know, you can't put a really good lick on somebody without thinking it's targeting. You know, the defense is kind of like getting to the point where uh, it's somewhat handicapped. And, uh, and I think because of the hype of this game, I think that's where, you know, a lot of that, there was a lot of emphasis on what the defense does, excuse me, what the defense does and what they, and what they don't do. And um, it's, it's somewhat disheartening when you don't see a balance because you would like to see a good defensive stop. I'm not saying like a defensive struggle game, but a good defensive stop, you know. And, and I mean, like I said, to, to its credit, this game had some excellent defensive plays where, you know, some of these, you know, quarter, you know, some of these DBs was just covering so well. The quarterback just had no, had nowhere to throw the ball. And Aaron Donald and company, you know, they just put a lick in on Pat Mahomes. And there were some times where Jared Goff got hit. And, you know, I mean, it was just, I mean, it was a good game overall. You know, it was a really good, entertaining game. Now, would I want to see every game like that? No. Um, these type of games should be, you know, far in between. I think the last game I really seen that was like this was the Texas, um, it was the Texas game, the Vince Young game. Uh, that was a, a monumental game. You know, Texas versus USC was a really good game on its own, you know. Um, but uh, I, I wouldn't want to see it. But, I mean, it's just my opinion. I mean, I don't, I don't know um, what the masses may think. Hell, two, three years from now, Everything may be like this, where you know all the games are like this, or like at least be at the bare minimum being be in the forties, you know, maybe the high thirties, you know. So, um, like you said, you had a couple of coaches that really didn't like it. Um, Bill O'Brien um, felt like it was a fun game to watch, um, you know, on tape, um, um, and there was a couple of them. Uh, let me see, where are we? Yeah, I mean, you had, you know, Ron Rivera. He didn't like it. Um, George Zimmer, not George Zimmer, uh, man, Mike Zimmer. He didn't like it, you know. But then on the flip side, you had Mike McCarthy. He had no issue with it. So, I mean, it it's really, uh, you know, it, it, it it's kind of a mixed bag because the two people who didn't like it were defensive coaches. You no, know, Mike McCarthy was an offensive coordinator. I mean, he loved it. So, I mean, it was great for him, you know. I mean, that's the type of things that they like to see. Uh, I think I go back. Bill O'Brien was another one. He loved to watch it. He's an offensive guy. So, um, it was uh, it was interesting. I mean, me personally, like I said, uh, I wouldn't want to see every game like that, you know. But, I mean, for the 
I mean, people in general, I mean, they love the game. I mean, it was something that uh, it attracted a lot of people to actually watch because you want to see excitement. You want to see big plays. You want to see that big run. You want to see that that long bomb, you know, that long bomb going down fields, people catching, you know, 60, 70, 75-yard touchdown plays. Uh, I mean, it is what it is, you know. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I don't knock it. It, it, I mean, one thing, if I really want to take away from the game that was actually bad, like straight up bad, not just, uh, okay, not enough defense or there was some defensive spurts. Or, I mean, that was kind of like what my take was, but what was bad, I, I did not like the commentary of the game. I know some people would disagree, but the commentary was like overwhelmingly, you know, overzealous i mean they were like really into it like and and to me it wasn't a fact that they were into it It, it, you can to me i sensed that it was like for pure entertainment purposes these uh announcers that was on monday night football i don't see how they were actually excited what was going on it seemed like to me they were more like trying to get people at home to get all riled up by the plays you know it was it was a little over the top for me so uh I, I found that it was like it didn't feel organic, it didn't feel real, and uh, at the end of the day, it was just uh, it, it could have been you know not needed in my opinion. I was like, yeah, I I, I could do without the over the top type stuff. I mean, my one of my worst uh commentators was Phil Sims. I mean, <laughs> it, right, it, it, I, I wouldn't mind having Phil Sims in that game because I mean he says like some of the dumbest stuff in my opinion, but he would not. I mean I don't think ESPN would have probably made him do it, but um, he wouldn't have been like really overzealous about plays or whatever. I just thought it was really fake and phony, and they were just trying to get uh, people riled up. So I just thought it was very weird. So I mean, that, that's just something I was taking from it. Uh, what What are your thoughts? I mean I would love to know your thoughts or whatever the case may be. You can always hit me up on Twitter, which is um at vfballer. Just let me know what you think about the podcast, whatever the case may be, and uh, just let me know what you think about. You know, this game, 51-54, I think it was a, a great game to watch, but um, I don't think it would be something that we I would like to see every Sunday from, you know, all the time. All right, let's go ahead and talk about this uh new baseball game that's supposed to come out in 2019. Uh, Pro uh, Yaku Spirits, which is also called Professional Baseball Spirits, uh, it was a. It's a game that's been released only in Japan for years. I mean, it's been out for the PlayStation Three. It's been an annual release for the. Uh, it was an annual release for the uh, PS Three for years, and uh, it was something that uh, highly sought after by a lot of people who love baseball games. For me, I, I managed to get my hands on um uh the twenty fifteen version of the game, and uh. I was really impressed with the game. It was my first time really playing it then. And uh, unfortunately, that was the last one that came out uh, up until the one that's supposed to come out in 2019. Uh, As far as the gameplay goes, I can see it on a level MLB to show. Uh, It was a very solid title. Obviously, that in in, uh, the Japanese aura, there are... um, different rules of baseball. So it, it wasn't like straight major league baseball. I mean, they have their own type of set of rules. And on top of that, the game itself, um, 
it wasn't region lock. You could play it on your American PS3 or whatever the case may be. But the game was region locked based on language. I mean, there was a big language barrier in the game. Fortunately for that, they had a website that was dedicated to people who wanted to play this game. And they had the language translated for you. So if you played the game, you had the translation on the website where you can like download it on your phone or you can put it on your iPad. Or if you had your computer right next to you, you could put it on your computer. So where you can um, actually see what was going on. Uh, re oh, well, you can read what was going on in the game. Uh, I think this is just a fantastic addition to the PlayStation 4 library. Um, I think uh, that the fact that we are um, going into another generation or we've been in a generation to where that uh, you see more things that are more uh, region barrier, the language barrier has kind of been, you know, broken to where you have a translation in game. So I would love for this to have a in game translation for this game instead of just depending on a website or an app or whatever. Uh, and I honestly, um, I doubt it if they will bring it over to the West uh, because of the culture of the baseball, uh, the type of baseball it is over there. But, um, I would love to, to, to just straight up buy this game. Um, it, I, there's no question I'm going to get this one. I had the 2015 version. Uh, one thing that really kept me, it, I did not continue to play it as much as because even with the language, uh, the, the language uh, barrier broken with the website, it was just, it, to me, it was a little bit too tedious. I look back on it now. I kind of wish I, you know, I could have kept it around. Um, you know, I end up giving it to a friend of mine who really, really enjoys the game. Um, but uh, I, you know, it was just a, the language thing and trying to play the game and, you know, just go through the progression of the game. It was a little bit more tedious. And that also at the time I was getting into MLB the show on the PS4 and it, it and it kind of, uh, it just kind of fell by the wayside to the point where I just could not uh, just give it any more time based on what the the other versions of baseball was giving me. But um, definitely, um, when once this come out, I'm definitely going to pick this up. And uh, I, I think I'm going to give this a lot more of my time because even with MLB to show uh, 16, 17, 18, I mean, pretty much this this generation of MLB to show has been great. I mean, it, I mean, I've been a... Uh, uh, pretty critical of a few things but overall i think the the series has been great uh, my main issue was the bat and the ball tangibility sometimes uh, uh the ball will go straight through the bat and it'll be called a strike where it, it should have been some type of contact where it should have been a foul ball a home run a base hit or a ground ball or something but the ball will go straight through the bat into the mid the catcher's mitt and it'll be called a strike so uh with that being said I felt that the integrity of the game was, uh, you know, it was compromised. So I, I just stopped playing it. And um, this has been going on all the way up to MLB The Show 18. Uh, and it started when the game came out on the PS4 with MLB The Show 14. It's just been going on all this time. And um, they just haven't, uh, 
you know, just haven't had a chance to fit, rectify that problem. So I just haven't been playing it. So, um, like I said, I would definitely um, give uh, this game by Konami, um, Pro Yaku Spirits, uh, uh, another go. And I also recommend, if you haven't tried this game, uh, I think it would be a fantastic uh, purchase. Um, they, they tend to put out... Yeah, Konami's not really big on sports like they should. Um, they've been they made a fantastic PES game, and the baseball game has been good as well. Uh, I would love to see them do other sports, um, just for the hell of it, you know. Um, that that's just my you know my opinion on that because uh, I don't know I don't know. It's uh it's just one of the things that I would love to um get together uh, with, uh hopefully konami can get it together because i mean they've been doing pretty much uh all kind of crazy things with their uh just with their gaming department it's just been really weird uh for the past you know few years and but this is a this is a positive outstanding this is a positive on top of that you know you still had the castlevania stuff that's that uh the rondo of blood and the symphony of night that's been ported over to the ps4 so that's another good thing so, so i mean konami is trying to get back in good graces even you know uh even though overall you know i i, I still think they've ran their you know their the gaming division to the ground. These are a couple of things that uh that shine some light on what's going on, uh and also you know it shines some light on their the company. I think it'll be a good thing. So um definitely uh Yaku uh, Spirits. I, I think it's a uh, definitely definitely a a good one to look into. Uh, like I said, I don't have any more thing else to add to that. You know what to do if you really want to chime in. You can always hit me up on VF Baller uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can catch me there and where you can also um, just follow me and, and you know, just continue to try to support the podcast. You can uh, subscribe to it as well, like I said, on iTunes or SoundCloud. And um, just just let me know what your thoughts are. All right, I'm going to jump into another topic. Um, it is college basketball season. And college basketball so far, I mean, it's been uh, – Really fun to watch uh, overall. I mean, it's just been, you know, Zion Williams and Duke, and that team has been doing well. I think Gonzaga just beat them um, as uh, at the moment of this podcast that I'm recording it. Uh, I think that uh, Gonzaga did beat them. And uh, it, it's it's just exciting because this kid looked like he's going to be a, a huge star um, in the NBA. It's just no doubt about it. This guy looks really, really good. But, um, Outside of the real world stuff, because you know the uh, college football, sorry, college basketball season is very early. You know, most people don't really pay attention to uh, pay attention to it till late February, early March is when you know the tournaments start and in the conference tournaments they all get together, and uh, that's when college basketball gets really exciting. So, uh, yeah, you are. Uh, we're looking at a, a situation where that um. We still don't have any college sports titles coming out. And I talked about college football last um, week in the podcast. Just wondering, is it would it be really viable to have a, a, a new college game? I mean, we look at the, the landscape of a lot of uh, sports titles now. We love them and we hate them. We love them. We hate them. They're updated. They're, they're updated for the worse. Um, the, the patch comes in. It fixes one thing and breaks another. Uh, 
I'm, I'm, me personally, I'm content with NCAA football 14. I'm content with that. Um, if I don't want to play that, I have the PS2 versions of college football to play. I'm not too big on um, getting another game. I mean, it'd be nice, you know, because more the better. But I, I've gotten to the point where it'd be nice to bring it back, but I'm, I'm not pushing for it anymore. I, I really could care less. I mean, it would be nice for the masses, but for me, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm content where I am. Uh, but the college basketball, same thing. Uh, 2K, hell, even live. They both have done a really good job with their games. If they could just use what they have in those engines for now and put a college game together, I think it would be fantastic. Um, but like I said about the football game, eh, if it comes, great. If not, I mean, I'm content either way with College Hoops 2K8. But um, I think that uh, college basketball game is very much needed. For the masses, I think a lot of people would love to have a game like that. Um, then at the end of the day, is like, will they sell? I don't think any of these basketball games, well, the college basketball games didn't sell as well as they would. That's why they kind of went by the wayside. It wasn't like a situation where the uh, you had uh, an injunction where you just had to get out the way of everybody. Um, in the NCAA because, you know, people are getting paid or they're not getting paid. I mean, this was before all this was happening. I mean, I know Ed O'Banner's situation came up, but, I mean, back then you're looking at 2008, 2009. This, it was an issue. Players always getting paid. You know, that was always an issue. Uh, players not getting paid. Yeah, it was always there, but it wasn't to the forefront till around the time NCAA 14 went away. I mean, Ed O'Bannon basically came in and tried to shake a lot of things up. And he ended up messing up, messing things up for everything, for everybody. So it didn't really help. But uh, the flip side to that, if you don't, uh, if you do have a PS3, if you do have an Xbox 360, which, you know, I know some people may not still have theirs, but um, this is one of the reasons to have one. You know, College Hoops 2K, NCAA Basketball 10 are fantastic college games where we can uh, really you know, have fun and enjoy a very good in-depth dynasty mode or, uh, or legacy mode or, or whatever they call it on there. You know, I think one calls it dynasty and other one calls legacy. Um, yeah, the 2K calls it legacy mode and the NCAA Basketball 10 by EA call it dynasty mode. But like I said, fantastic games to play. Something that, you know, you can spend hours and hours in especially if you uh have um uh especially if you really just basically just have the tedious um uh more uh psychological i mean i don't even know what i'm trying to say even if you just have the the time basically to go in and dwell into trying to recruit and play and uh actually build your team uh, build your players you know it, it, it takes time but it's well worth it if you if you're into that kind of stuff i mean you know really i shouldn't really have to talk about this much because at this point anybody who's in the sports game and they know about this so it'd be something um really uh viable to play it's something real viable to uh have um, I think that the game now is, is they go up in price every now and then. Uh, like the beginning of the college basketball season, you'll see the price go up a little bit and then it'll go back down and then come back up for March Madness and then it'll go back down again. Uh, so, 
You just have to find it for the right price. I mean, some of these, some of these college games could go up to, you know, over a hundred dollars at times, and then there's another time you can find it for eighteen, twenty bucks. Like I said, it's just the part of the year that it's in because they know that we don't have uh, a college game around to play. Uh, but uh, I really, I highly recommend it if you still want to play those type of games. I mean, don't get me wrong, the mods are great. The mods on NBA 2K on PC is great. They're doing a college mod on Madden. Uh, great. But it's nothing like actually playing a college game with that college atmosphere and you feel like you're playing for something when you are, you know, in a dynasty mode or a legacy mode. It's just not the same. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that it's a, it'd be a fantastic choice to, to try to get that and try to uh, find a way to... Um, you know, just enjoy it because you know a lot of a lot of games out here are worth enjoying, and I think it's a a shame that we don't do that as much. So, well, but anyway, uh, last but not least, before I close this uh this uh podcast out, um, I I do thank all of you guys for listening and the ones who subscribed and the ones who are really um you know just really supporters of the the podcast and ones who spread and share the podcast and uh really um enjoy what you hear I, I mean we really appreciate that here i know that could speak for bills i could speak for dj those guys are incredible i, I couldn't ask for a better co-host and um unfortunately like i said they couldn't be here because of the technical situation i've had the, what i'm setting up um i'm not really able to put them them guys on to record their feedback so it's just not um it just would not have worked you know but the flip side to that is um, when, we, when we're talking about each other, we're talking about friends, people in the gaming community, people outside of gaming, people that you see on a daily basis, your family, your friends, your associates, your classmates, if you're in school, uh, you know, every day is not a good day. Every day is not... Uh, you know, and everything's not going to be peaches and cream. And I know, like I said, I'm going to go off topic of what um what we talk about mostly on this podcast is so it is Thanksgiving. So I, I really want to really share a few things with you guys. Um, every day is not a good day, you know, but every day that you get up, it should be a good day based on where you are in life and where you're trying to go. Um, I me mean, personally, I'm very thankful for all the things that I have and the things I have not accomplished yet because I know I'm going to accomplish them. I wake up every day trying to, to strive to be the best at what I do um, when I go to work or when I'm, you know, trying to be a good husband to my wife or when, you know, when I'm just trying to be a good friend or a good co-worker. Uh, I, I, I just try to spread positivity all the time, even even when things aren't right, because everything isn't right on my end, you know, there, there's times where, you know, you just want to throw your hands up and say, you know, fuck it, you know, but, um, you, you just have to pull yourself together and, you know, there's so many things that we could be, you know, down and out about so many things we could be negative about. I mean, things just don't go right, but on a day like this, you know, if you are able to be around your family, you be around your friends, or even if you're away from them, you can't be with them and you have people in your circle that are, you know, that you're close to, you know, just think about those times you have with them because, you know, those type of things, you know, unfortunately be taken for granted, you know, 
we just uh don't tend to look at things like that. We're all hustling and bustling. We're all trying to bust our ass, trying to make something out of ourselves, going to work. Some aren't going to work. Some just feel like they can't get where they want to go as far as, you know, being successful. But, I mean, you know, I always tell people, if you have a plan, you know, you stick with that plan, you're going to get there, no matter what you're going to do. You know, we as, you know, humans, you know, we are very... uh sophisticated beings we're very intelligent beings we're very uh adaptive beings i mean we can get through so much just by doing so little and it all starts with what you put in so it's like there's plenty of things to be thankful for there's things that are not to be thankful for there's you know there's things that are you know, that are really are a hindrance to some people in their lives. And, and it just seems like you're not going to make it or it seems like you can't get around it or just certain things that are in your life that you can't, you know, get rid of certain habits or some things. But I mean, the day that you decide that you want to really make something out of that, you know, out of that situation and you want to turn around and change it, you know, you can do it. Anybody can you know, it's just that uh, a lot of things in society try to hinder us, you know, the the things on social media. And I think social media is a fantastic platform. And it, I have seen it been done. Do, I've seen it do things for the good to help a lot of people out. You know, a lot of people become entrepreneurs off social media. A lot of people have got, you know, found their path to education through social media, you know. But there's also a flip side of that where it, it it can become very negative and and if you're not careful, it can it can pull you out of your you know, your spirits. It can pull you out of your demeanor to where you can't make it where you wanna go. But you know, it just still you can be thankful for all of that stuff because it's an outlet to where you can relieve some of that, you know, the non stress or you can relieve some of that stress or you can relieve just yourself to just, you know, pretty much you know let things go out and is a form of venting and it just works you know and um and you know it like i said it's it's a beautiful thing even for me to be behind this microphone and be able to talk to you guys and for you to listen to what i'm having to say i think it's a a great thing overall you know you know i'm, I'm very thankful to have this platform, you know, I tried to build this platform all out of nothing, and uh, it, it it's getting there. I'm I'm happy with where it's going. It, it's not the biggest, it's not the brightest. It's pretty much one of the smallest little platforms I have. But that one person who listens, and that one person who gets information, and the one person who feels that they're getting, you know, some type of entertainment or actually some knowledge out of it, you know, I thank you. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you to listen. You know, because you could be anywhere else, but you decide to, you know, want to really listen to what I have to say. You want to listen to what Bills have to say. You want to listen to what DJ have to say. Any other guests that I have on the podcast, you you come by to listen to what I have to say or what we have to say. And, and I know on behalf of them, I know they feel they have the same sentiments that we really appreciate. We really thank you guys for really coming through and listening. Um a lot of people just don't really understand how things work. Um, I, I, like I said, I just, I feel that we as individuals are 
the most sophisticated, the most, you know, advanced beings on the planet. I think that we have as much of not the, the knowledge that we just ooze out of our brains and put on paper, put on, you know, on social media, what will when we put it in a book or, you know, we put it in a newspaper. I mean, I just think that we all, no matter what your differences are, I think all of us collectively just make up a, a great, uh, they just make up a, a a great conglomerate that is just something just as, as as beautiful as it can be. I don't think there's nothing like it. Um, I I, there, I mean, there, just to be honest, there is nothing like it for us to you know actually have this ability to do so much and advance so far with certain things. I mean, you look at your phone, you look at the television, you look at the monitor, you look at the play, I mean, you look at the PlayStation, you look at these other video games, the Xbox, the Nintendo, you look at all these things of technology, your, your vehicle, you know, buses, planes, trains, look at the skyscrapers in your, uh, in, in your, uh, urban or rural areas. Um, you see what, you, you see the things that man has built. It's just, it's just fascinating in the way that we adapt to get around certain technologies and certain things in life that that can cause us a hindrance. We get around those things to make life easier for us. You know, the way that we get around. I mean, I, I just put it like this. I've set I, I've been going I've gone places. I've lived in a lot of cities and, you know, my 30 plus years of living. And what I used to always do, I used to go to like the metropolitan areas of the city. And I would go and sit down and I would get me like something to eat from one of the restaurants out there. I would get a a table outside and I would just go and um I would just eat, you know, at that restaurant. And I would just watch people just go about their daily lives. And I would just always would think that, you know, this is what makes society run. People going places, people doing things, people are producing things, people are sharing their ideas, people are building, you know, uh, a brand. You know, I, I always thought that that was just fascinating where thousands and thousands of people would come through a metropolitan area and they were there. Everybody's going places. Everybody's going to do something to make their lives better. You know, even the ones who are down on their luck and they're just not, you know, not able to function in, in that society at that pace. You know, they're still a part of the society that makes everything go. And for me, living in this country, and I know some people may feel differently about this country or whatever, and that's fine. And um, I really think that this is the greatest country on this earth, even with its flaws. Um I mean, there's no other place I would rather be because when I sit back and I watch how society moves and watch the economy grow and how it, 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 the economy goes down and then it picks itself back up and, you know, people lose their job. They they get rehired or some people get fired or some people take a demotion and some people uh, get raises. You know, it's just. It's just funny how the ebb and flow of this society just works. And, you know, it's just those things right there could be, you know, it, you know, I'm really thankful to be a part of that. You know, I mean, I can't tell you enough. And I mean, that's just a whole nother topic. I can go to how 
thankful I am to to have the family that I have. You know, my wife and you know I have a son on the way. I'm you know that's a whole different topic, but it's just it's just those little things that people you know don't really think about at times. You know, yeah, you 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 know your wife or your spouse, you know you know get on each other's nerves at times and you know and you know you know our kids could act up at times and you know things just ain't going right it's just, you know it's it, it, i mean it's the ebb and flow of life and really you know that just in general put the umbrella over all of that is just something that i'm really really thankful for and i i i really think that if anyone takes the time to just take a day off Especially this time of year. It, I mean, it's, 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 it'd be amazing. You'll be amazed. Take this time of year. Just go out. You don't have to go to a metropolitan. Just go to a busy area, anywhere in your city. And just go and just have lunch by yourself. Or just have lunch with a friend or your spouse. And just watch people move. Watch people do things. You know, it, it's one of the unwritten things that people don't even talk about. How this country or this world just works. I think it's one of the most fascinating things and the fact that it works that way and we're able to get so many things out of the movers and shakers of this world. The people who drive trucks, people who deliver things, people get on planes, people who just move goods and services to people. You know, I mean, you look at anything that's in your house and just think about how was that built? You know, TVs just don't pop up out of nowhere. 4K TVs just don't be made. You know, a graphics card just don't be poof. It's in the store. You know, there's a lot of people that, you know, that takes, you know, it takes a lot of hands to make those things. Either well be if it's somewhere in some low budget, you know, third world country that makes this stuff. You know, I mean, it, it's it's being made. So, um it, I, I just I just always find that fascinating. And I know this is way off topic from first and frame rates. I mean, we talk about sports and sports gaming, but um I really uh I really wanted to get it off my chest, especially this time of the year, because you know, Thanksgiving's coming up and you know, well Thanksgiving is here, you know, based on, you know, the podcast um uh, release date and you have Christmas around the corner, and then there's another year. And a lot of people like to make changes for the new year and want to do things different. But like I said, just watch people at times, you know, just watch them, just watch what people do. And I know like right around the time of year, it might be a little cold to go out and sit outside and eat. Just go to a diner where there's a window and just watch people go, especially around the middle of the day. It's, it's, it's actually fascinating. You just watch this truck go by and like, where that, where, where that truck is taking what or what this delivery guy, who is he providing a service to to deliver this food to who knows what? And that food could be going to somebody who's had this great invention going on in their head or they're just putting it on paper or they're just actually inventing it at that point to where, you know, five years from now, that could be the next big thing that we all use. So. I, I just think that stuff is fascinating. So like I said, at the end of the day, that's what I'm really thankful for is just being in a position to continue to be prosperous and watch other people be prosperous. And if you're not able, you feel like you're not able to be prosperous or you're not able to make something of yourself, you could be down on your luck. You could be down on any situation that you're in. You can always just remember that, you know, it, it, it's never over. 
you know, there's plenty of things that could be there. It could always be worse. You know, um, it, it, it's just, that's just how the ebb and flow of life goes. It, it is what it is. So, um, I hope you guys take that for what it is. And, um, I hope you guys really understand where I'm coming from. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode of First and Frame Rates, episode 44. Um, like I said, it was just me solo. I could not able to get the other guys on based on the setup I have today. It, it just was not going to happen. I do apologize if you were looking to listen to those guys, but you can always catch them on Twitter. Um, Bills is at Bills Fourth. You can also catch DJ at, at DJ81. Myself, I am uh, at VF Baller. You can always catch us up on Twitter. Tell me what you think about the about the podcast. Also, if you want more information about the podcast, you want to subscribe to catch us on a daily, uh, weekly basis. You always catch us on SoundCloud. Just search First and Frame Rates. Also, you can um, catch us on iTunes, which is. Uh, uh, also, first and frame rates on iTunes. Just search us there. You can find us on there. And also, um, like if you have your own podcast app, I know there's a lot of podcast app out there that um, basically pulls the 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 subscription um, list off of iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever. I think it pull it off of iTunes. Just put us in the um, in the search bar. Or you can just use the RSS feed, which you will find on my Twitter. I will put that on my Twitter as well. Um, the RSS feed where you can just put that in your podcast app. And you could uh, basically just listen to us on the go. You can subscribe and download any of those three um, outlets um, where you could just really listen to us at any time. Um, a few days later, after I post the podcast, I put it up on YouTube uh, under the Silent Gamer um, YouTube channel. You can always catch it there where um, if you don't mind uh, or if you don't want to do the whole thing with the podcast app or using the apps available. Uh, I, Me personally, I like putting it on the other apps so you don't have to use any data when it's up on YouTube. Um I, I, it's just a little bit easier that way. And I know there's a, a place on YouTube where you can download certain files. Um, I think you have to subscribe for you, the YouTube premium or something like that. You can download it there too if you have that. So all that will work. And I really do uh, appreciate you guys uh, really listening. Um, I will definitely be back next week. Hopefully the guys will be here. I have the rest of the setup together where um Definitely, it'll be up together so these guys can really be on and they can speak their mind about the topics of the week. And uh, just basically, that's what we're going to do. I do appreciate you guys really listening. I really do like, you know, you know, give us a comment, um, you know, give us feedback on Twitter, um, share it with your friends. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, that's all we ask is just you listen. That's all I ask for you is to listen. And um, I thank you guys for coming by and I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you guys on the next one. You guys take care. Peace.